There's some people that we meet that are highly motivated, results oriented, and simply know how to get it done for themselves and others, especially when the pressure's on. Welcome to episode number 25. I'm fortunate to be joined by such a person. Brandon Schaefer's energy will absolutely rub off on you and make you instantly more effective. I coined him during this episode as the Swiss army knife of business, automation, and motivation. Join me on the other side and let's get into it. Happy Friday, everyone. This is Austin. It is. It's Flashpoint Friday, and I'm excited to be here. I have a very special interview for you today. Do you know someone who just happens to get it done no matter what it is? No matter what comes in their lap, in their world, they figure out a way not only to get it done for themselves, they're able to get it done for other people, able to help people with complex problems simplify them, and get them to the desired result. This next guest I've known for a long time, had the honor to feature him in the, the Flashpoint book that just won Amazon number one, uh, I'm sorry, bestseller list. We're working on number one, that's a Freudian slip. Feature his incredible story in this book. I like to call him, and I'm going to coin this right now, he'll like this, the Swiss Army Knife of business automation and motivation. Help me welcome my dear friend, Mr. Brandon Schaefer. Oh, dude. The Swiss night. What the heck? What did, what did you say? Can you rinse and repeat that? What you said? Yeah, that was amazing, man. Swiss army knife of business automation and motivation. I love it. Dude, that's I, you, I, man. I love it. <laughs> the Swiss Army knife. It is, man. You know what? You know what helps me get to be the Swiss Army knife is uh is all the vast experiences I've had and the failures I've had that made me rehone my tools and and understand what works and so forth. But uh really appreciate you having me on here, Austin. You know, I'm a huge fan and and I definitely buy what you're selling. So uh, it's great to be here, man. I'm excited to talk. I am too, and I want to get the most uh, out of this not only for me, but for the viewers, we already have some people on here, Brandon, and I'm, I want to honor these people for coming on. You might, of course. Know, you might know some of them. <clears throat> Mandy. Hello. Of course. I know our poet. Yes. Yes. She actually just read the poem and uh, we have Tony on here. You know her too. Nice. Tony. Excellent. We'll have some other people joining in, but Brandon, okay. I want to, I want to grab this time with you because you, you put your story in the book and I'd like you to go back because I want to bring this up. We don't talk about this much. You and I have been on many times and you've talked about this before. You've kind of drifted out, but you used to stutter growing up. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My whole life. Yeah. I could go back to it right now if I stop thinking about what I'm going to say for two seconds. So really? Yeah. Yeah. How do you manage that? How do you get yourself to, because to me, that's like, that's a little fear. That's a microcosm, right, of the fears we could face in life. I mean, in your mind, it could be small, but it. They say how you do something is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. How does that show up? How do you overcome that? Oh, man. Um, well, 
I'll tell you a little story, man. When I was in, uh, I think it was fourth grade, right? We were all trying out for music. You know, kids wanted to play the, um, kids wanted to play like the violin. Kids wanted to play the saxophone was real popular. You know, the bigger the instrument, the better. Kids wanted to play the guitar, the drums. So I wanted to play the drums. So I went to go in the, in the, uh, in the drum room and the teacher, you know, as a fourth grader, this is, this is how life impacts you. You know, these, these are how people can impact you. Um, but there's a happy ending in this story. So I'll tell you the story and then I'll tell you the happy ending, um, is that, you know, I sit down, first of all, I have no rhythm. If you've ever seen me dance, it, it's, it's not good. Right. <laughs> um, I don't have any rhythm. I'm just not musically inclined in any, any way, shape or form. So it's a blessing that they actually didn't give me the opportunity to play drums, but I'm sitting there, I'm trying to talk. I'm not able to talk. And the teacher's like, this is this is what the teacher straight up said to me. She's she's she said, um, "Listen, you need to go to speech class, not be here in drum class." And you know, at that time, it breaks your heart. But at that time, sometimes peers or or our elders really know what's right for us. As much as it hurts, yeah. you know, as much as it hurt me then. And it definitely didn't cause me any, it it definitely didn't um, help me to improve anything in my life at that point, but it did. It sent me to speech class because sometimes people will just let you roll through life and not call you on your junk, you know, on on your BS. So in my life, um, the sooner that people call me on my BS, the better. And that's why I surround myself with people today, like yourself, Austin, like Tony, like Mandy, like uh, Maria, like like every like um, Gordon, and all these new people that I came to actually start to have some relationships through the book, right? By putting myself out there, um, it's so important that those people, you know, tell me the truth. Like I don't want to be the naked emperor walking through, not being able to to talk. You know, I don't want to be the person walking around with no clothes on. And everyone just saying, oh, that's Brandon. He's he's fine. He can do that. You know, like I want to be a person that fits in today. And I think that's so important for people just to to understand that feedback always isn't negative. Like a lot of times people get feedback and they just take it as that person doesn't like me. Um, But the thing with feedback, too, is that, you know, um, a lot of people will um, may give you feedback based upon the way that they feel. And that's why you, you have to have a very strong, uh, a very strong inner self truth to yourself and put the hard work in every single day so that you have the proper mindset to say, I'm going to listen to what they said, but I'm also going to blend up my own recipe for success. You know, because in everything that anybody says to you, there probably is one tenth of a truth in there. I mean, if they're saying something negative, there may be if they're just rattling off, oh, you're a jerk, you're this, you're that, you're, you know. It could be in a personal relationship, business relationship. They're all intertwined, right? So, um, you know, if someone's calling you 10 different names, one of them is probably true out of the 10. As much as you don't want to believe it, it's probably true. So, but uh, Flashpoint family, yes, I see. I see man put that. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's, he's also saying, uh, you know, she's a great dance teacher. So if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great dance teacher. Listen, uh, uh, I'm going back to speech class, okay? <laughs> don't, don't worry. I'm no, going to I, dance. Brandon, I, I want to just honor you for sharing that because, yeah. it's the, because it translates to today and what you're saying about feedback. I know for me, 
feedback for me was, here's what I heard. You're not good enough. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's what, that's why I would get like defensive and it would, it would crumble me. And I've grown. I love, I welcome feedback because for me, and I think you're, you and I are, you know, kind of drink from the same Kool-Aid is that Mm -hmm. that discomfort or you, what you think is discomfort in the moment is worth a ton of growth. And I tell people, I always want your feedback. I may not always agree with it, but what happens is I always get better because of people's feedback. Even if I don't take the feedback directly, it always causes me to improve. And I love feedback. And as you know, in our group, we, we love just giving, being authentic and just saying it like it is. Yeah. And it, it, it helps. I mean, and again, if you're not in the proper mindset though, feedback can be taken the incorrect way. Like when people give me feedback, I must say that um, when people give me feedback, my first, my first instinct is they don't know what they're talking about every single time, or they're a jerk or they're this or they're that. Right. And my second instinct is to tell them that like, I don't agree with what you're saying. You're wrong. Yeah. You you know, but my third learning lesson is, is the one, two, three. My third thing is to keep my mouth shut and just understand and let it digest in, right? Because words hurt, you know, and I can easily lash out. If someone gives me feedback, I can easily lash back out and say something. But really, if I say something, it's, it's just a shortness or a weakness of how I'm feeling. 99% of the time, it's not going to come from a, from a point of helpfulness, of usefulness, of love, of caring, of forgiveness, of understanding, of accepting, you know, it's not going to come from that point. It's going to come from a point of some like little nugget, one, one millionth of, of a cell in my body, which has all this anger, which has all this negativity. It's just waiting there for something to, for, for somebody in the Acme line or the Gennardi's line or the Home Depot line <laughs> to step in front of me or to do something else. And then all of a sudden, boom, it comes out and that's what I'm trying to stop doing today. Yeah. And it's through flashpoint that I'm learning to educate myself through learning through the story. So we, hey. we all do. I, I mean, I get, yeah. I get feedback all the time and you, you, we give each other feedback and I think uh, it's so good to talk about this. This was unplanned, but this is so good yeah. because we all need to hear this. And, you know, and I think for me, like I said, I think we're more open to feedback if you just realize that you don't have to ex- you don't have to do what that person's saying. If you just interpret that feedback as I'm going to grow either way and I appreciate you taking the time to let me know about it. Right? And that that's the mindset but, but like you said but initially there's that there's that uh, right? It's that like well, who are you to tell me? Who are you to tell me that? But Brandon I want to talk about why you've grown and and where you are today is one of the things and you wrote about this in the book is mindset. And I think you do a great job of, even though you, you just obviously talked about what goes on, right? You want to, you don't want to accept it. You want to tell them off, but you do a great job of monitoring your mindset. What do you do? To draw that best mindset in so that you continue to show up and, be such a positive impact in people's lives. Oh man. It is a full-time job. It is a full-time job, brother. Um, seven days a week, 365 days a year, 
there is no time off, man. So a few things that I do is, you know, I stay in today. You know, today is really the strongest point, right? And I know pe people get all uh, philosophical about it and everything else. But, but for me, really, I'm trying to stay in the, the moment as best as possible. And I'm, I also know that um, the setup for tomorrow is in today. So if I'm not taking care of today, I'm not going to be able to take care of tomorrow. Right. So um, a few things that I do, I'll just kind of rattle off a few different things. So when, as soon as yeah. I wake up in the morning, I'll just go through my daily routine here. So if, when, when I wake up and it won't take long, don't worry, It'll, it, it, it will only take a minute or two. We got time. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to stretch it out. Show um, I think, everyone, by the way, let, let us yeah. know you're watching. We, we see a few people on and jump. I on. see the love already, man. I see, I feel the love, man. I, I, I feel the love, but if you have the, uh, if you want to leave a comment, please do so, man. I, I always laugh and smile. You, you'll see, you'll see me chuckle. Um, but when I wake up in the morning before my, um, before my eyes open up, as soon as I wake up now, these are just triggers for me, right? I'm not a religious person by, by any means, um, but this is one of my triggers right here. I put my hands together like this, just like this on my bed. And I know some people might say, Hey, this is great. I put my hands together just like this before my eyes even open up and they may be close to my chest. They may be here, whatever, because that, this is a sign of awakening for me when, when I do that. Right now, some people associate this with prayer because that's what it's associated with. For me, it, it is associated with just getting my mindset. Right. So, um, and in fact, you know, when, when I really do think about it, I really do say a few different prayers, um, too. But I'm, not, okay to be I'm, not, yeah, okay. I'm not talking. Yeah, that's what I, I'm more of a of a of a spiritual than a than yeah. a specific religion. Um, so yeah. I, I do that. And then I go through um, a couple different mental exercises. So I do a few breathing exercises. And this is all before I'm really like cognitive um, and have arisen at, out of bed. So I'll do a few breathing exercises. I have a few uh, readings that I've actually memorized that just like I go through and they're all like two or three paragraphs long and I'll go through each one of those and then I'll open up, I'll, I'll, um, I'll you know, open my eyes. And once, once I do that, usually I have a reading that I do on my phone and it's just a motivational reading for that day or something else like that. And then I'll immediately write um, five things I'm thankful for. I do that. I, I do that every single morning before I, before my feet hit the floor in the morning. Um, I, I'll write down five things that I'm thankful for. And I've done it, you know, continually for probably a year now. Maybe I started may, maybe like a, a year ago because I really needed to push deeper. And, um, and then it's funny too, because I'll do another thing that a lot of people relate to, uh, religion is actually I roll out of bed and right, get right to my knees. I roll right to my knees out of bed. And again, these are all trigger points just saying, listen, this is the, today's going to take everything that we have to, to get through, you know, everything that we have to get through. So that's just in the first probably, you know, five minutes. And then all throughout the day, I'm constantly talking to myself and, and correcting myself when I say something negative um, when, when I have that negative thought, I immediately, and this drives my wife crazy, I immediately correct it um, in my head. So if I say it like, um, ah, this guy's a total jerk or this guy's a total tool, you know, or whatever, you know, so, so if someone does something 
like out of the ordinary. I'll be like, oh, this guy's a total tool, man. What the heck? Why, why would you do that? And then I, and then I immediately transition to, um, I wonder what's going on in his life. You know, is there something that's me? It's probably not me because a lot of times the situations aren't, aren't directly like if someone lashes out, it's not directly at you. It just, they might have kids, a parent that's sick. They might have a dog that just passed away. They might have, we just don't know, you know? Um, I'll tell another quick story. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm in Starbucks and typically I walk into Starbucks and just grab the first cup of coffee that I get because I think it's mine right on the counter. In reality, it's not, it's Sally's, right? So I don't know Sally's mad at me, but when I see this lady, when, when, when I go in the bathroom and come out of the bathroom with this cup of coffee, drinking it, and it clearly says Sally on the side and I'm ignorant and didn't look at it. And she's yelling at me like, who's who's at wrong here? I'm at wrong. So if I just lashed lashed out back at her or him or or anyone, you know, it's not going to be right. And that's why when you take a step back, when somebody's talking to you and just digest it, maybe take a look around. Look, just just breathe for a second. Like Dr. George says, you know, just breathe for a second. Give yourself that two, three, four seconds. Um, it makes all the difference in the world. And then at nighttime, um, I always do a quick recap of the day. Like what, what, what could I have done? I hate to, I, ne I don't like to say shoulda, coulda, woulda, but what may I, what may I have done differently to get a different result? What may have occurred or, or how can I do this improvement? Um, and then I go to sleep and I rinse and repeat, man. The, but the most important thing is staying consistent every single day, rinse and repeat. Yeah. That, that's the, well, there's so many great things in there. I want to take a moment to pause and talk about sure. the, uh, the flashpoint hourglass. Cause you brought up living in the moment and yeah. uh, we use this as a tool to know that, you know, you have your, your future, you got your past, right. And then right here's what matters e each moment as we're here right now, you mm. click on this video, give us a comment, give us a like, let us know you're here. Let us know you're in the moment. We got some great shares. You know, our, our reactions are always on us. And that's true. I, I've found this to be true. Whenever I'm like in a pissed off state and I'm projecting outwards, thousand percent, once I calm down, it's me. Yeah. Right? It's me that, that had the issue. And and therein lies the, the constant need to, to forgive and to, and to correct that mindset. So, Brandon, you just gave an ocean of great stuff. You, you hit all the things that I continually strive for and that I think everybody listening to this could get so much from because there's this, the middle part of the day. We all got that down. We all live the day, but mm -hmm. those waking moments, you're, you're pre-framing your day. You're, you're doing things that are going to set your day up to win. And the other thing, which you do, you go back and recap the day. Those two things can change your life right there. Those two things. And you think they're simple. They're not, <clears throat> they are a constant going back, especially you got a family, you got a wife, it's like, how do you find time to do that? My goodness, like it's because you 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 want to be present for your family, but you're also pouring into your own cup so that you can also show up for them, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's I, I kind of left out the working out too. I'm a big fanatic of of working out as well. And I'm not I, I, nothing crazy or anything else like that. So so food and nutrition is a big part of my of my balance and everything that I talk about when I talk about the beginning of the day, that's the one bookend. When I talk about the end of the day, that's the other bookend. Those are your bookends. Right. And then it's, it's what we do in between that's going to determine our, our, our success for that day. And then what's going to determine our success for, 
for tomorrow. Because if we're messing around, fooling around, doing stuff that we're not supposed to be doing, getting involved in situations that aren't, aren't going to enrich our lives, aren't, that, are, that are going to negatively impact not only us, but other people, because every action that we do affects other people, whether we know it or not. I have three yeah. kids. We have three kids. We have a dog. We have people that depend on me. And um, if I choose to, uh, you know, not show up or, or do something else or, or become unreliable, it breaks the congruency. And when you break the congruency, it breaks the trust. And when you break the trust, you're screwed. I mean, so, um, and it takes a lot of time to win back trust. I put, I put trust with go and pick anybody that's broken the trust um, or has messed up a relationship, whether it be in personal or business, find the, the spot in your grass out in your yard that is dead. You know, that's just dirt because it's in the shade. It has no sun and try to grow grass there. When you start growing grass there, you will start to heal your relationships, right? But that's how long it takes. Find the darkest spot in your yard that has never grown grass. It's mossy. Yeah. It's got too much lime. Enrich it, man. That's that's where you're going to, that's how long it takes. You know, it's, it takes time. Yeah. Time heals though too. Yeah. And you know what? I want to, I want to hit on this and um, sure. I'll, go, I'll go a little deeper on this. Yeah. Hit why it. It's so important. You, you talked about correcting yourself. <clears throat> what I've realized when I'm upset about somebody, if, even if I'm not interacting with them, we're separate. The thoughts that I'm emanating, I've learned are impacting that person. Even when I'm not engaged with them, mm -hmm. it's on me to correct myself or to call them immediately as quick as I possibly can to get that off my chest. Because if I don't, um, it's just, you're adding more that, that ball, that black ball, that grass, that dead grass is going to get bigger. And next mm -hmm. thing you know, your yard's going to be gone. And you, you just kind of, man, I got it. got just the cowbell, man. That, that's a great moment right there. Think about that. So if you're thinking negatively about somebody right now, Deal with it. Deal with it. Like Brandon said, it's the grass, man. What, what a great, yeah. great metaphor. Yeah. And, that, and that, I, I, I also say, you know, again, I'm not talking in a religious sense here in any means, but pray for them. You know, pray, yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. un understand that people, like, like I mentioned earlier, people have a lot going on in their life. That is so true. A lot, yeah. You know, and, and I get on and listen to stuff all the time. And all I hear about is the great things and social media is great for this too. All you see is people, you know, flying around on fancy boats and planes and helicopters and all this stuff. You know, it's like, I just want to see the real people. I don't want to see the filters on top of the stuff. I, I get it. I, you know, yeah, it looks nice. I'm not looking for a person that's on a magazine cover. I'm looking for a human being just like me that is going to be able to relate to what in the world is going on in the world. Like have yeah. a normal conversation, man. That's it. You know? Yeah. yeah. People love the cowbell. So that's another cowbell moment. Authenticity. Like, like being, yeah, yeah. being real, right? Like, um, you know, I like the fact, give, by the way, let me just acknowledge Daphne's on here as well. Daphne, we love you. We're glad yeah, you're here. Great. We got the book. We're highlighting Brandon today, the author in the book. And yeah, Brandon, I was going looking at your chapter, read your chapter, you know, incredible story. 
And would you call it the renegade's tale of redemption? <laughs> so that's the chapter. The renegade's tale. I love that, man, because you, you are a renegade in of a sense and, and what you bring. And, and I love the fact that you're so authentic. And um, and really, uh, there was something else I wanted to grab, but it'll, it'll come up. There's been so much. We can listen to the playback here. So what we were just talking about, obviously, uh, correcting yourself and when, when mm-hmm. moments come up. Um, talking about being authentic because like there's the filters, right. And everybody loves the sex appeal, but it, I liken it to the author, the uh, artist studio. Everybody loves to appreciate the, the art that that's hanging on the wall, the painting, but nobody's walking into the, uh, the art studio with the paint all over the freaking place, mm. right. The dirty clothes, the, 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 the house is a mess. Right. But then there's the art and it's both of those things that I think we, people want to see, right? They just don't want to see, yeah. like, I don't want to see you on the mountaintop. I want to see what it was like climbing up when your hands were bloody and your, your knees were scraped up and, you know, you're trying to figure it out. Right. I mean, I mean, Brandon, I'll let you talk on this, but isn't it like we're all just trying to figure the freaking thing out every like, day by day. We're trying to like, it's clumsy, right? Is it, is it like a, you know, you wake up and it's like, like sunshine and rainbows and, you know, everybody's smiling and they're like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to sign up with Brandon. We're going to do business with Brandon. Right. Mm -hmm. Actually it's, it's, I wake up and unfortunately, sometimes my first thought is fear and that's why like, Holy cow, how am I going to do this? And that's why I just trigger, right? My trigger, boom, it stops that I do that. Boom. It stops courage greater than fear success. Fear greater than courage, failure in my life. That is a simple equation. I can do all types. I can get a whole wall. I can write out all types of fancy equations for you. Courage greater than fear equals success in my life. Try it. It will probably work in your life as well. Um, But I I try not to get too fancy with anything. In fact, we were talking about tech before we got on here today. But, um, you know, being successful is not easy. And I know a lot of people assign uh, money with success. Yes. But man, I know a lot of people that I look up, probably the, the people that I look up to the most may not have the most, but the, the, the best part of them that I love the most is that um, they're genuine, they're sincere, they're authentic, and they are... Um, doing the right things for the right reasons. You know, they're, they're, they're not like, you know, all over the place. Like, like me, I'm, I, you know, I have aspirations of, uh, and I've done very well. I mean, but I have, I, my aspirations are, you know, through the ceiling, you know? So um, I don't like to fly on a plane. I want to fly on a private plane, right? I see a plane flying above me in the sky, a private plane flying above me in the sky and it pisses me off. I'm like, I should be on that freaking plane now, right? Because I don't like to wait, you know, when, when I go fly. I think to get, if I have to fly to Florida, it takes seven hours. By the time I drive to Philadelphia Airport, park, get there two hours before, get on the plane, fly two hours here. I'm like, I was just telling my wife this yesterday as we were walking our dog. I was like, I understand. We were having a different type of conversation, but I said, I understand why people fly Privately. Now, I also think it's a total waste of money. 
So there's, again, there's the congruency issue there in, 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 in my actual head. I mean, why, why would I pay, you know, $15,000 one way to go to, to, to fly to Florida? But I understand why people do things. And I think that's a big part of, of just being successful is that when you can understand and get out of the way and just understand that people's prerogative are their prerogative. If they want to buy all this fancy, let them, let them do that. For me, one of my goals was just to, to, to fly privately. So that's a big goal um, for, for, for me. Now, I don't do that at, as of yet, but I think everyone has to have some like high goals for themselves. So I'd like to learn from you too, but I'm just like, what do you think about setting goals that are just out of the ordinary? I, I understand like, hey, I'm going to make, you know, $75,000 a year, then 150, then 250, then 450, whatever, whatever it is. But I always like to have those like outlandish type we, things. We got a couple minutes left, but um, I'll, yeah. I'll say one thing about it. This just came up for me today. And I said to myself, I need to level up this thing that I've been thinking about. I need to level up and get it on the calendar now. It needs to, it needs to scare me. It needs to, it needs to, it needs to excite the, you know what, out of me and scare the, you know what, out of me. And I yeah. need to take those energies and boom, I need to get into action. That's my take on it because your goals, most of people's goals are not big enough because they don't realize the potential that lay dormant inside of them. And it just needs to be, tapped into it needs to be unlocked unleashed and that's what we're working on through this book through what brandon's bringing to the world every day i call them the swiss army knife of business automation and motivation taking complex processes and simplifying them to help you get to your destination whether you're a ceo trying to figure out the tech world whether you're trying to get your own business automated whether you you're working on a database system whatever brandon's an expert at it and not only that, he does it with enthusiasm, with authenticity, and with care. And that's my feeling. Brandon, we got we got a minute left. I want to just whatever I want you to give it to you and just leave the folks with some final thoughts. Yeah, man. I, I would just say just 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 start, man. Just just be true to yourself and just just go get it. You know, just just be smart and and get around. The most important thing is to get around people like yourself, Austin. You have done a great job. In um, in surrounding yourself with a great team, I see Daphne on here, Tony, yep. and 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 all the rest of the um, crew. But really, and just dovetail off of them. Like it, what, you don't need to reinvent the wheel here. You already have great people. So I connected with Tony. I'm going to connect with Daphne. Uh, you know, that's what you do. You connect with the leaders, the influencers, there are th the authoritative resources in your specific market segment. Let them know, hey, I want to work with you. I don't care. You, yeah, I don't have a job. Well, when you do reach out, I'm the first one. I'll show up early. I'll leave late. I'll do whatever you ask me. Okay. Let me know when you're ready to work with someone that's like that. So, you know, just reach out to who you want to work with. That's it. Yep. Reach out directly. Yep. Don't, don't that's, what happened. that's what happened with the book, Brandon. I called you up within, <laughs> right. a, minute, within a minute. You said yes. <laughs> yes. Right. That's you because I believe you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the way it works. Have a conversation if it's not a yes, it's a, it's a, to be continued. It's a yes. At some point, Brandon, I honor you. I'm glad to have this time with your brother. And this is just, is just the beginning. So stay plugged in. There's going to be so much more to come. So we're going to end. Like Thank this. you. Thank you very much, man. Here we go. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week for flashpoint Friday.